Hey everybody, this is Petey from the Spinner Rack. I've been away for very long and I decided to do something about um, some treasury editions. Well, just one. And ultimately, at some point, I need to get more into the success of the Hulk. But we're going to utilize this one here, which is Rampaging Hulk uh, Treasury Edition number 24. Now, there were a total of four solo hulk treasury editions similar to spider-man which had i think he had a few fantastic four i think had a couple x-men had zero they showed up in the spider-man one to tell you who was a success at the time the hulk had four he was also in the team-up issues the battles issues and the spider-man versus Hulk at the at the Olympics, which is another great one done by Herb Trimpey. Most of the Treasury Editions had Herb Trimpey's work in this. Herb Trimpey was so popular in the 70s. There's a film about him and he um, he also did some animation. He did animation for that film. He also did the Crest animation. So this guy was one of Marvel's heavy hitters. The Hulk became Marvel's number two book, became almost his mascot, you know, second to Spider-Man, because Spider-Man was on the letterhead. But the Hulk had taken such a rise during, um, well, I don't know when it, it started with um, Ditko. Um, Kirby was doing layouts after Ditko left. And then Marie Severin, she comes in, she does a run, which basically gets its, when they got its own, Hulk got his own title, was getting his footing. And then at some point, Herb Trippy comes on and he's known as the Hulk guy until Sal Buscema became the Hulk guy, right? But while Sal Buscema was a Hulk guy, these treasury editions came out, right? So this one, you also see War, Adam Warlock is here. We have the Man Beast. This has a lot of things that kind of is well. You don't. They don't have Counter Earth in the MCU, but we're going to see Warlock. We've seen the Hulk. We haven't seen the Man Beast, right? So we're going to do this. This also has the Inhuman. So this is a little saga that the Hulk had that was in between Roy Thomas and Jerry Conway, who were close friends. It's not the first time. It wasn't the last time where they would pass off stories where the other one would complete it. When, As you're reading it, you wouldn't know that there's any difference. Um, when they talk about it, they would say, tell you the difference. But um, here, the Hulk, I believe, was fighting the Cobalt Man in space. And the Cobalt Man exploded. And they thought the Hulk was dead because it was a nuclear blast. But the Hulk went sailing in the skies and he goes to the hidden land which I believe he was going to the Himalayas or something like that, right? And there's some some cool dialogue by Roy Thomas. This one's a little, um, at this point, the Hulk is really rolling. So you're not going to see as much. As I talked before, you need you need to have Banner, and that's what Steve Ditko kind of established, Banner and some supporting cast and all this stuff, you know, tying down Betty, um, Glenn Talbot, and uh, Thunderbolt Ross, 
At this point, the Hulk is popular where Banner didn't really need to be in it that much. He's that popular, but you always have to start going back to Banner at some point. But, right, so we're here. And the Soviets, they're going to play a part later in the story. They realize it's not going to hit them, so they're like, let it go to the Himalayas. Who is in the Himalayas? The Inhumans. And at this point, anyone who sits around there saying, you know, Crystal and, and Quicksilver, they were such a, a well-established couple. To break them up really made no sense. They didn't have a bad relationship. You could see them, him, him right by her side. Right? So this, well, they don't know what it is. I guess they're thinking it's a missile. They're like, uh-oh, we don't know what to do. So we're going to have to try to stop it. And at the same time, they have this arc. Because the Inhumans are struggling with the air that's in on the Earth and all the pollution. So they're in the Himalayas, but the but at the same time, they still need to find somewhere else to go. So here's the arc. But of course, you have this as a setup to set up where we're going in the story. It's going to be similar to like how we got the Planet Hulk, right? So they're trying to put their plans together. But Black Bolt comes out of nowhere, and he is strong enough to survive hitting the Hulk and knocking him off course. So to quickly give you the humans, we got Karnak, we have um, Gorgon, we have um, Triton, Crystal, and I think at this point, Medusa's in the Fantastic Four, right? We have Quicksilver, who's um, you know married to Crystal, right? So Hulk gets barreled into the mountain, right? And you say, well, the Hulk would get out of here easy. Doesn't know where he's at. He's trapped. He lets out a roar, uses up his air, and he falls out, right? So we got this great shot of the humans by um, Herb Trimpey, right? And they know it's the Hulk. And there's some fun dialogue here. Black Bolt is trying to, going to try to free the Hulk from it, but nope. He says, sorry to disappoint you, wherever you are. And he gets out of there, and they realize, I think, um, who is it? The Triton somehow knows that this is Bruce Banner and read the Fantastic Four files. And Banner's a little kind of kind of marvel-y at this point. He's got kind of a, you know, like a, kind of a, that's kind of wit, which usually he doesn't have. But, you know, it moves the story along because you're sitting there and it's kind of like how Stan would do at times, right? So he's in the human land. They get him, they say, hey, you might as well stay here, right? We're thinking about moving too, right? So you could, <laughs> you maybe stay here while we go to Counter-Earth, right? This is setting up everything that's going on. They get into a little history of Counter-Earth. There's two Earth's running around the sun. This is the counter side. Everything is different, but there's no superpower beings over there. Right? So, and then Bruce Banner is thinking, should he go? But the problem is he runs into some inhumans that don't like humans. And this is like a, you know, they're going to take out their aggression on this human. They start beating the hell out of him. And they see him. is holding his head strangely. And what a great shot to hear. Bang. That's punch. 
So you get to see the power of, um, you know, Herb Trimpey. You know, um, I think if you read the Rolling Stone article, um, I think also Marie Severin, they also talk about he was just kind of, her trimming was kind of heartthrob at Marvel. you think the strength was, and he might have been, and Barry Windsor's strength was, but it seems like the older ladies were falling apart for um, Herb Trimpey, right? So, the Hulk is fighting right here. You have a John Romita face redrawn right here. I don't get how the Hulk was able to be fast enough to hit Quicksilver, but we're moving the story along, right? He's able to get felded by um, Gorgon. Uh, Triton is the strongest Submariner, but he's like, hey. So this is a classic Hulk tale, right? And they got the Hulk down, but you see they're destroying the hidden land, right? And the Hulk must be free. So Black Bolt gets in there. He's doing this little bit of um, Jaromita in here too. Handsome him up, and he fights against, fights against the Hulk. They go on toe to toe. He has to use his his voice, and that but it also destroys the hidden land. And he does that. Everyone's holding their ears. The Hulk, of course, isn't. He's like he's gonna take him out, but he falls out. Right? Powerful scene. And they're like, we don't have nothing else to do. Send him to counter Earth. <laughs> he said, well, what about us? Said, no, there'll be nothing left if he, he wakes up. He wakes up in the ark. He's like, he's trying to get out of it. Cool that it's not just paper mache. Right? And they ship the Hulk out to Counter-Earth. Right? So this is Crisis on Counter-Earth. Similar to Crisis on Earth 2. That sort of stuff. Right? So the Hulk is going and they're sending him. Looks like he's going to be sent to his death. Right? So it's going right towards the sun. Because Hulk has been beaten up through it and it's going right to the sun. So at the same time, Betty thinks that um, the Hulk is lost, and she's also lost her her husband, who was um, Glenn Talbot. They don't know where he is, and then um, she's confused, right? So here we have a montage, like a dissolve that happens, a rare dissolve done in comic books, going from the hands to here, right? We go we cut back to Russia. And who do we see? Glenn Talbot is on the run. His dogs are after him. And we find out that he's escaped, but they decide not to follow after him. So the Hulk is on a crash course, but winds up going back to Earth. Right? So he's freed. They're talking to him. Some government act people are talking to him. And he realizes that Bruce Banner isn't who he says he is. Because Bruce Banner's on a special mission. And he wants to find out about Adam Warlock. And he's like, oh no, I've been here before. The Hulk was in uh, Counter-Earth in 158. So that immediately gets his temperature boiling. And he wants out. So the Hulk gets out. And then one day also know it's a monster, right? So at the same time, they're trying to find Adam Warlock on this counter-Earth, but the Man-Beast, and this goes all around the time of Nixon, I mean, it's obviously after Nixon, but the whole the, un, the un, unrest in the city because of the president, and actually 
We're not sure who is, and this is kind of, we're looking at that, but they're kind of doing their own kind of Rome thing. If you look at the cover, they're doing kind of Rome, and it's going to deal with some other classic um, stories of the Bible, that sort of thing. But you have Nixon, you have stories of the Bible, and you have his um, his people, but they actually look like the regular government officials, right? And then we have this person here. He's going to lead up to some bigger things later, right? And these army types take go out to the hope, hope make short work of them. And he's like, hey, there's a door here, right? And he's like, I can go in this house. He goes in there and he decides he'll finally have peace, right? And that's what he wants to do. <laughs> and they realize he's there and they decide he ain't going to have no peace. And hope falls to his death, or so it seems. So he's back fighting some great fights, and they cut up his oxygen and they stop the Hulk, and the Hulk falls out. Right? So here is a classic Hulk tale where he gets hit, he gets hurt, that sort of thing falls out. We get some really cool shots here, right? So as this distraction happens, this also helps the recorder free Adam Warlock, right? Adam Warlock's from Fantastic Four fame. He also became something big with, um, who's it? Um, Jim Starlin, big fan of Thanos. But this has nothing to do with Thanos. This is with the classic against the, well, we'll find out. We saw the man beast, right? So they realize they got the... The fake banner, as they call them, they're taking them in to be interrogated, right? So then, this is a great telephone call, right? This Marvel style, close up on the phone. The tension here between the two shots. So you got a real dramatic telephone call. Then, of course, you got to toss the phone to add the power. And then, Warlock must be destroyed, right? So, as here, they're interrogating the Hulk. You don't really know, Bruce Banner, but you don't really know what's going on here, right? <clears throat> and they decide to operate on him, and we got another Romita face here. And that, of course, sends the Hulk into, uh, Bruce Banner into a rampage into the Hulk. And he takes apart them, and he runs away. And he runs into people that he'd met before. But he's kind of iffy on these guys. And this gets back into the classic um, story. The people who kind of help to kind of free the people in the government. But this is sort of side story. I think these faces are redone by Romita too. Right? So the Hulk meets Adam Warlock. Right? And here... We have the greatest conversation ever, right? And Hulk is kind of iffy. And this will get the childlike Hulk to the prophetic warlock, right? And the Hulk says, he's saying they, like, all they've accomplished while warlock was gone was setting up the machines. He says, Hulk will look, but all Hulk sees are dumb machines. Perhaps you are more perceptive than I thought. The first thought, Hulk. You see, in a technical society, those who seek revolution are sometimes forced 
to deal with technical terms, which is why we chose this abandoned power terminal as our headquarters. Revolution? Hope does not understand. Few people do understand that word, my friend. For some men, revolution means violence. For other, a quiet change of social order. Unfortunately, violent men must be dealt with violently. Thus our weapons. And the Hulk says, guns? Hulk hates guns, golden man. And Warlock says, do you know, Hulk? You may be the wisest of us all. Perhaps we have concentrated too much on more physical aspects of revolt. In the past several months, of course, I've been held prisoner. My followers may have been too zealous in the pursuit of defensive goals. More big words. Why doesn't Golden Man talk simply? Because there's no simple answers, Hulk. This world's about to collapse in chaos. It trembles in the verge of total destructions. Some of my followers say we, we should abandon the planet in a vehicle such as this. What do you think, Hulk? Should we stay? Should we run, stay, or fight? Hulk is tired of running. Hulk says fight. My decision exactly, Hulk. We do think alike. You and I, don't we? Right? So we have this prophetic and the great good. And then we have the Last Supper up here. You see it? And at the same time, but they have a little Manchurian candidate. They they put something in the Hulk to drive him crazy. And he would be uh, the pseudo-Judas here. But of a, of a unknown. And at the same time, Warlock doesn't see him as the enemy. But the cover kind of was Hulk versus Warlock. But here, they're just trying to stop him because he's going crazy. We have a little moment of fighting, but the Man-Beast stops him, right? And then we get this battle between the Man-Beast and Warlock. The Hulk gets back into the fight. They're taking out everything. But the Man-Beast had a backup plan. He's going to put Warlock on trial, right? So here... Man Beast uses his powers to assume the president's body again, right? So he's been in hiding, he comes out, and he makes his whole campaign against Warlock to be tried publicly. And this is similar to the trial of Jesus, where he turns to the people and he says, <laughs> What shall be done with this man? This arrogant alien who sought himself who sought to make himself a, a king. Shall we give him to the courts so he can be set free? And he says, it's a nightmare. He's hypnotizing them. And then he says, oh, well, we take justice in our own hands. Decision is yours, freedom or death for Adam Warlock. And they say death. So be it. My hands are clean. This day, the Warlock dies. Right? And then he says... Hi, evolutionary, why have you abandoned me? Were the demon's words true? Was I only a pawn? Right? And we have the death this similar to how the, the lines when Jesus passed. And then they talk about the looting of the earth with the death of Adam Warlock. He turns back to a cocoon. That's how he was first. So we have this nice poster. Right? And we got to backtrack a little. 
You see the death of Adam Warlock and the Hulk goes crazy, right? He takes the cocoon and goes away with another face has been redrawn. This is, of course, he's posing as the president, but they know that Adam Warlock is dead, right? So he puts him in the... And he's trying to figure out, and he's saying, maybe he is dead. But his people come, and they're going to go take him into a cavern, similar to what happened with Jesus, right? So then they put him there, and then they have a pseudo-pray thing happening here. It was powerful stuff, you guys. Right? And then the president comes back, but it's the man beast leaves his body. A nice montage of just similar to what, um, who's that guy? Um, Killmonger did, building up his army. And they're about to go, but the Hulk leads the revolution. Right? Or it's, maybe it's almost like the Hulk is is Adam Warlock's rock, right? Because in the Bible, it said Peter would, it would deny, Peter would deny Jesus, and Hulk, would, you know, basically, but then would be able to build the church. He is leading the charge. He's fighting against these guys, and he's trying to use, the, the man beast trying to use the power of hate. The Hulk hates the man beast the most, so it gets into a great fight, and it's all happening at the Capitol building. But then we have the uprising, the people, the ordinary people fighting back against these uh, monsters in Counter-Earth. And then the Hulk is still leading a charge, putting the beats on the man-beast, and he's about to kill him. But who's back? Adam Warlock. Right? And he puts judgment on there. He turns the man beast back to a wolf. We see some Romita faces here again. And then he leaves Counter-Earth. Right? And they're sad because of it. And it's a little story with Hercules, with Hippolyta. And, uh, but yeah, this is, also, before we go there, we're going to end on seeing the covers. So we're gonna go back this. The covers actually, uh, these two covers put together. So this picture of um, Warlock is put behind the Hulk and they're kind of moved over. Now, this is a classic Jim Shooter classic. Burn, draw, Burn in Austin, drawn page. And hopefully my thumbnail will have the original. And then Bob Budiansky has redone this page. It's not the first time Someone has done the exact same layout with his style of inking. Bidiansky has done this for Burn on um, the Kree Skull War. I think it's issue one, the first cover. Redid it, same layout. And the same Burn has done a couple of those too. He did that for Secret Wars 2. I think um, Mike Zek did it for a Burn cover. The classic redesign without changing the cover. So that's it. We did the Rampage and Hulk. Treasury Edition number 24. Spin a rack out.